Yirmiyahu, chapter 47. Chapter 47 is another prophecy about the nations. In particular, is a prophecy about the Pushtim, about the Philistines. And the chapter 47 is a short chapter. The previous chapter about Mitzrayim, that was a very long chapter. That chapter has the 28 verses. And chapter 47 has seven verses. A brief chapter about the Philistines. And it begins, So this is a prophecy, we are told, God's word to Yirmiyahu, concerning the Philistines, prior the conquering of Gaza by Paro. Gaza, of course, being a primary city of the Philistines. The Philistines have a set of cities, one of which is Gaza. And the prophecy takes place before Paro of Mitzrayim smites, conquers Aza. The prophecy is not about Paro. The prophecy in chapter 47 is about the northern kingdom, is about Bavel. So in effect, what it's saying is that the Philistines are going to be caught between the two forces. On one hand, from the south, you have Egypt. On the other hand, from the north, you have the powerful armies of Babel. Now, this is the beginning of chapter 47. What's interesting is the end of chapter 46. The end of chapter 46, the last two verses, after 26 verses about Egypt, the last two verses of chapter 46 are not about Egypt. They're rather about Israel. And actually, they begin the same way. Verse 27 of the previous chapter begins, but you, have no fear, my servant Jacob. Be not dismayed, O Israel. I'm going to deliver you from afar. I'll deliver you from the land of captivity. And Jacob again shall have calm and quiet, with none to trouble him. And the next verse begins exactly the same way. Viata concerning you, Al Tira Abdi Yaakov Numashem, Kitchani. Do not be afraid, my servant Jacob. Al Tira Abdi Yaakov. We had that expression earlier as well in the book of Yirbiyot. Don't be afraid. I am with you. I will make an end of all the nations among which I have banished you. But concerning you, I will not make an end. I will not leave you unpunished, but I will chastise you in measure. That's mishpat, in measure. Here we have two verses which speak not to Mitzrayim, but speak rather to Israel. Jacob, have no fear. I may destroy others, but I'm not going to destroy you. And I wonder whether these two verses at the end of chapter 46, as we have it, are related to chapter 46, or are they possibly related to the next chapter? Or perhaps one could say position between the two chapters. Because what's interesting is that when it comes to Egypt, to Mitzrayim, the prior verse, that is to say, chapter 46, verse 26, talks about restoration. 
I will hand you over to the Nebuchadnezzar, but afterwards, you will dwell as you formerly did, which is precisely what happens to Israel as well. We are handed over to the Nebuchadnezzar, exiles us, destroys our temple, many die, when there is a promise of return. That's what happens to the Egyptians as well. But the next chapter, which is our chapter, chapter 47, the story of the Philistines, that's different. Because the story of the Philistines, which is seven verses, the last verses of the chapter 47 of our chapter, Hoicherev Lashem, Ad Analotishkoti, Heosfil Tarech, Heiragivo Domi, Echtishkoti. Vashem Tsivola, El Ashkelon, Vyochopa Yam, Shem Yadah. So it ends with a call to the sword. It describes the destruction of the Philistines. Sword of God, when will you be quiet at last? Withdraw to your sheep, resting be still. And the response, the last verse of our chapter, verse number seven, Echtishkoti. How can it be quiet? For God has given it orders. Against Ashkelon and the seacoast, given an assignment there. So the sword cannot be quiet. So when it comes to chapter 47, to our chapter, unlike the previous chapter, there is no message of return and restoration. The Philistines have no return and no restoration, unlike the Egyptians of the previous chapter. So perhaps sandwiched in between these two uh, prophecies concerning the nations, we have Israel. Al-Tira of the Yaakov, and there the promise is of restoration, that Israel's ultimate destiny in that sense is parallel to Mitzrayim. There will be a return, there will be a restoration, and in contrast to the Pushtim. I would add one more detail concerning the Pushtim. The Pushtim here follow upon Mitzrayim. They are in close geographical proximity to Mitzrayim. And in the Torah, actually, which speaks about Avram's coming into the land, and Avram encounters two different kings after he enters the land. The first is Paro, because Abraham goes down to Egypt and has an encounter, a negative encounter with Paro. Sarah, his wife, is taken in chapter 12 of Genesis. And then you have the Pushtim in chapter 20, And the same thing happens there as well. Abraham goes to the land of the Philistines, and once again, Sarah is taken. The two stories, actually, are very similar. So the Pushtim, actually, in the book of Genesis, are sort of, I would say, a variation upon the theme of Mitzrayim. That's how they function in Genesis. And over here, it's not, therefore, so surprising that the Pushtim follow prophecy of the Philistines follows upon the prophecy of Mitzrayim. But here it's interesting how the Philistines are described in chapter 47. Because what Yirmiyot describes in chapter 47 is a nation that is caught between two powers. The first verse begins with the prophecy concerning the Philistines prior to Pharaoh smiting Azar. That's the first verse of chapter 47. But the remainder of the chapter has nothing to do with it with Egypt. The remainder of the chapter, which we call Amar Hashem, the reader perhaps expects to hear about Mitzrayim, 
but it's not about Mitzrayim. The great waters come from the north, Egypt is south. So the north, of course, Mitzafon, which is the basic theme of all of Jeremiah, the trouble comes from the north. The great waters come to flood the land. Everybody will cry out. They will cry out at the noise of the chariots and their wheels. Because of the day that is coming, in verse number four, Ad Hayom Haba, Rishto de Kol Plishtim, Riachrit Ritzar Uritzidon Kol Serido Zer, Kishodei Hashem et Plishtim, Sheirit Ikaftar. The Lord will ravage the Philistines, the Lord will cut off the allies of the Philistines, Tyre and Sidon. It sounds from these verses like the Philistines and Sidon and Sar, which are essentially on the water. That there's a link between the Philistines and these two other countries. It could even be that the Philistines originally come from that area. And God will cut them off. And the enemy is from the north. So the description of the Plishtim in chapter 47 is a nation that is caught between two forces. That's the prophecy of the nations. From the south they have Egypt. From the north they have Babel. And they're caught between these two powers. And actually, if one reflects upon this, that is one of the larger themes of the book of Yirmiyahu concerning Israel, concerning Judah. We are caught between these two powers. Egypt on the south, Babel on the north, how does one navigate the situation? How does one live in this kind of world? Yemio has his solution to the problem, which is God's solution, namely, to make peace with the North, accept the North. And Israel tries to resist. And they try to resist, essentially, by entering into a pact with the South, with Mitzrayim, relying upon Mitzrayim. And that's actually the last story. They go down to Egypt thinking, They'll be safe in Mitzrayim. And the warning to them is, you won't be safe in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim cannot be your ally. So actually, the description of the Philistines in chapter 47, from one standpoint, is parallel to the situation of Israel in the book of Yirmiyahu. But the interesting distinction, as I mentioned before, is whereas in the case of the Philistines, there is no mention of return. But in the case of Israel, there's a mention of return which is found often in the book and in addition, is found in chapter 46, Al-Tira Abiyakov, be not afraid, my servant Jacob.